The Philosophy Guy Show, number 37.
Podsafe Music Network. That was the Fire Apes and Let Me Know. Hey, welcome to the Philosophy Guy show, number 37. And I'm your host, the Philosophy Guy, and with me as always is... is don't tickle me. And this is, I guess, going to be a longer show. Going to be the PME wrap-up show. Yeah, it is. First time we've had together in a while. Yeah. So, you know, we're all consistent about a month apart, these shows. <laughs> hey, blame my schedule. And mine. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, if you've uh, found the Philosophy Guy show by chance or whatever, and this is your first time, welcome. And if you're a returning uh, fan, welcome back. And our first topic... Oh, I guess you're pointing to me. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could look at the show notes too. Uh, it's kind of recapping what we did, getting to PME, and getting down to Chicago, and getting hopefully. Well, I shouldn't say hopefully. I should say getting barely out of town before you realized you didn't have your driver's license. Well, uh, let me preface this by saying, Wednesday, that day, Wednesday, the day before we left was a terrible day. I, I woke up late, kind of, and kind of was scrambling the whole day. So I get home later than you had expected, because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I wanted to get an early start. Hour and a half to two hours later, after I had to do all the packing um, for us and the kids. And yeah. take the kids. And take the kids <laughs> and drop them off, get the dogs all settled, Yeah. Left uh, it all to me. And you did an excellent job, by the way. Why, thank you. Um, so anyway, we finally get on our way, and we luckily have to stop at uh, the Super Walmart near our our house. And that is when I realized I did not have my wallet. Or No, I didn't. I had my wallet, but I didn't have my driver's license. Mm-hmm. So... And I, I guess it's kind of important, if I ever want to get on an airplane, yeah. to have that that document. So, You're lucky you, I remembered. We're, we're lucky we stopped. Mm-hmm. So, there you go, turning around, an extra 40 minutes, 20 minutes back home, 20 minutes back to, to Walmart. Uh, later, mm-hmm. we're on our way. And then, of course... I get something else wrong on this day from hell. As we're driving down, I have directions to... By the way, we stayed at Barely's house from Barely Podcasting. Yes, thank you, Jen. You have a beautiful house. And thank you for allowing us into the Barely Podcasting studios in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um... So anyway, I had the directions on an envelope written in in uh, somewhat legible writing. Basically, philosophy guy, chicken scratch. But okay. And anyway, I had transposed one of the numbers to barely oh, yeah, the cell phone, phone number. number. So I was like, okay, we're getting close. We're driving down two ninety four. And says, well, why don't we give him a call? Give him a heads up that we're running a little late. Blah blah blah. So I call and. Hello, this is Sharon. I can't come to the phone right now. Sharon. 
Who's sharing? Yeah, it's a good thing I had my iPod with me to play back Barely's K7 number. So we called Barely's K7 number at 984-DORK, and uh, luckily he was around his computer and listened to the message and called us back, or we may not have ever found where Barry from the Barely Podcasting Podcast lives. True, and to find out, he lives scant miles away from my cousin's. Yes. It's a small world. It's a small world. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we get there probably around, I don't know, 9-ish or so. 9.30. Uh, kind of hang out with Barely for a little bit. Then try to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm never good at sleeping at a new place anyway, but, you know, it's like, we're going to, s- going to go to sleep, and then, of course, you have to be up at 3.30 in the morning so you can get to the airport by 5 to get on a 7 o'clock uh, plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, I got about two hours of sleep. It was an exhausting day. Yeah. So Thursday, early Thursday, yes. we get to... Um, Getting in, you mean? Yeah, to the airport. Well, we got to the airport around... Five, five-ish? Five-fifteen? Five-fifteen or so, and was a real easy check-in for us. Go in, get in, check the stuff. Barry, Barry's the one, or Barry's the one who had the trouble. He had to wait because you know they will only let you check in no, no earlier than four hours before the flight. So we stuck around with him, got him set, and then we went on to the um, gate area. And then for me, got a whole new taste of flying because I hadn't been on a plane. Well, I had not been on a plane either before since nine. Since before 9-11. Yeah, I beat you. It had been 17 years since I had been on a plane. Well, it won't. I think we're going on a plane next year for oh, yeah. sure. We're going to Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. And, and I might even see the damn damn with uh, Amy. The damn damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we had to uh, go through what I call the TSA cattle call. And um, they have the TSA people looking at your driver's license that I had to bring mm-hmm. along with my boarding pass mm-hmm. and they looked at you me and they looked at and i'm here i'm like I yeah it took them about two and a half minutes to, s- to finally decide that we look like our pictures because we all know how lovely driver's license pictures are absolutely and well and i think we got in the line with the training because they had the people oh yeah two two people looking. yeah they had like two people looking at us it's like i'm going all right come on let's go let's go let's go and then we have to take off our shoes and take out the computer and blah 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 to go through security. Mm-hmm. Now I I never quite understood why you took out your laptop computer, put it in a separate bin, just to get it scanned anyway. Don't no, don't care. No, sorry. So anyway, we're we're in the um, terminal now, so going towards our gate, which is way at the end. It was the last gate. The last gate. And um, I made the observations. Even with all of the fancy stuff around the gates, the airport is is just like a huge, big bus terminal. Basically. This is a new thought for you? I don't take buses or planes very often. Oh, sorry. So, anyway, we get on our flight. Nothing too exciting happens on our flight there. No. And pretty, pretty nice flight. No, no electrical problems like the last time I flew. 
it's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Got to see uh, out the window occasionally. Oh, it's kind of fun seeing a rainbow from the from a plane. It's not curved. You just see these little like even stretches of the rainbow. You don't see anything arcing. It's just ah, like a, a like quick glimpse, and that's it. Cool. I, I missed that because I was I was sitting in the middle seat. Yeah, I got the window seat. So anyway, we get to California and call the uh, the shuttle from the Marriott. Mm-hmm. He was there in about five minutes. Even less, I think he got there without our s- or without them telling us telling him that we were there. He was dropping somebody else off. I right. Think. They did a pretty decent job. He's very informative. He's very nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of asking about, you know, where are you coming from? Is this your first time here? Kind of surprised. He even asked about the Packers. And oh yeah, he, mm-hmm. he was very impressed by Brett Favre, if I remember correctly. I'm not so sure. I'm too impressed by Brett Favre these days, but we'll give him that. Well, they are five and one. Yeah, but he has the most interceptions ever. He also has the most touchdowns ever. Doesn't mean it has to go hand in hand. Onward. All right. So we get to California. This is our first ever visit for either of us to Mm, California. That's true. Um, It's very cool to see palm trees and mountains. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was kind of one of those uh, weird feelings... Get off a plane, look outside, totally different outside. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Kind of weird to see pine trees next to palm trees for me and how, to me, sickly those pine trees looked. Yeah, they, look, they yeah. did look pretty They don't look like they do up, up in here. the north woods here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so Thursday, what did we do? We just kind of hung out. Yeah. Had no, not much. Dinner at the in the bar. Met uh, P. W. Fenton. He was an interesting character to yes. meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- from Digital Flotsam and um, Pod Show, and also the Perfect Head Music Podcast. Got a chance to talk to him a little bit. Um, and then what did we do? We met up with uh, Barry and um, Danny. Danny, and who else did we meet that first night? Uh, Amy and Matt, I think. From the Red Boy Podcast? The Red Boy Podcast. Um, there's so many people that we met, I can't even begin to think of exactly when we met them. We had a blast. Yes. So if we forget your names and we did meet you, we are sorry, and we will try better next time. <laughs> so, Friday... The first official day of the conference. Mm-hmm. We go to the um, keynote. We were sitting with Man and Amy. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, I kind of titled it The Art of the Deal because, you know, it was uh, the guy who sold his startup video podcast called Wall Strip yeah. for an ungodly amount of money. I just kind of thought of him as a little arrogant, but then again, and me. he said it was the perfect storm. If he would have sold it later, he probably wouldn't have gotten as much. But he said that he went into this as a business venture. His goal 
was to sell the podcast and make money. So, not our goal necessarily. No, a little <laughs> far from it. Yeah. So, but he talked about that kind of showed one end of the the spectrum, and then there were. So that's what I got out of the main keynote on Friday. Yeah. And then, I think you and I, at least with the group that we hung around with, actually went to the some of the sessions. We did. And I'm trying to think of which session I went to that first day. And I don't know which one came first. I went to Minions. Um session that she had um, and hers was pretty much centered around you know like her quick and dirty network mm-hmm. you know how how to get it set up you know getting your advertising get the ba- basics of, of getting it in doing it as a business keeping it within a certain time frame and you know just the, the basics it was from my standpoint not looking at this as a business there's a lot I could take away from it, but there's a lot of stuff that, you know, for me, I could just kind of leave because the business end isn't really my thing. Yeah, I went to one um, by Michael Gohagen. Gohagen? He's, uh, and kind of described how to monetize your podcast again, so, um, and how they did that with their um, video podcast and the name escapes me right now, but I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and how they took it and you know took it into business and got uh, they have they put a spread um, what they call sell sheets together or slick sheets. Slick sheets like a like a spreadsheet or no, they're more like things you hand out at conferences and say, well, this is what we are. This is our target demographics, this is how much, you know, our our target demographic... Like an info flyer. It's an info flyer. And they would use that to sell to advertisers. And then they talked... One of the things that was interesting, and it didn't surprise me as much as it seemed to surprise other people, but the, the, the days receivable was anywhere between... 90 and almost 180 days. So that's the time between the time the ad runs and the time that they get paid. Now, for the non-business person, that seems like a long time to me. That's not necessarily very long. Most, you know, I'm thinking of like an advertising and... But you're also thinking of big companies that way. If you're talking about a small business, that's a hell of a lot of time. That's a lot of time to be without cash. You're right. But that's the marketplace that you work in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think that was one of the main focuses was, yeah, you better be able to be in this for a while. Because or, fi- or have deep enough pockets to absorb that cost when you first start out. Yeah, for six months or, or more. So, we, I don't remember all of the sessions. Oh, do we want to tell a story of the, uh, the sushi girl? Sushi girl? I'm not remembering the sushi girl. The sushi girl story. Okay. Uh, we were buying our sodas at the little stand there. Oh! You mean the no money person? Yes. The okay. Sushi girl. So, anyway, 
I was you and I were buying uh, I was buying a Coke and you were buying a tea or something I don't Whatever. remember and um, we were kind of needed to get moving to the next session yeah she couldn't find your money so me being the or both of us being you know just let's get on with it just paid the what yeah four or five bucks for her thing and she was like a like affronted and stunned and it's like it's five bucks take the gift and be on your enjoy, way enjoy your California and roll. she she couldn't get past the fact that we just gave her the five bucks to pay so she could get on with her day and, and we could get on with ours right I, it it just it wasn't it wasn't even a why thanks and you didn't have to do that and have a good day and goodbye she literally sat there with her mouth hanging open stunned like didn't know what to say I don't know. Is I don't there, know. I is the there no basic kindness in California? I don't I, know. I certainly hope not. I, I certainly hope there's kindness in California. Anyway. Obviously, she hasn't been a part of it before. <laughs> well, so anyway, um, after that session, we went with uh, Matt and Amy and had uh, Wendy's. <laughs> yes, we did. That was that was kind of fun. I like the pictures from Wendy's. Yes, uh, we'll put the. They're on the Flickr site at. Uh, philosophy guy show if you and on the website at philosophy guy philosophy guy dot net so you can check those out um so that brings us to friday night and i'm gonna screw this up i know i am well let's see what you're not talking about so i can tell you if you are or not uh the couples cast uh dinner there were tons of people there and, of course, we won't get them all. We won't get them all because we ended up, I think, split into two tables because we were such a huge group. But it was an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Got a chance to meet a lot of people, um, some of them. And you can go down. Well, let's see. There was Jen and Alan from Dinky Cast. Steve and Maureen were there with Baby Bex. Cute, cute little girl. Scotty J, of course. Danny, or... Danny, Dan and CJ from <laughs> Long and Prosper. Sorry, Dan. Um, Shelly was there. Um, Rob and Tina were there. Barely was there. Danny, Andy, um, Stephen from Geek Fit, and numerous others that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Same here. But we had a good time. We did? Yep. We went to the Ontario Mall and just ate in the food court. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was fun. They had a huge food court. I was more stunned by the uh, baby, st- or not baby store, but the, um, what, that one children's, children's place we walked into. It was to huge. There. Absolutely huge. I'm thinking like 10 times the size of the one by our house. I have never seen a children's yeah. place that big. Wish I could have done some shopping. Yeah, I, we didn't have much chance to do any shopping, but. Uh, no, that's okay. S- saves me money. Yeah. Um, but I did have that. Kenny Rogers ribs. You did? Yeah. They were okay. What um, you have? Do you remember? I had chicken and cornbread or something along that line. Yeah. The best was dessert. Yeah, the cheesecake. The cheesecake, yeah. So. You could have a chocolate cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Worth every penny of the seven bucks I spent <laughs> on a piece of cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then... We came back to the uh, no French maids in the hotel party. 
That was kind of funny. Yep, they weren't nowhere around. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I think it was barely or someone else on their podcast mentioned that the host of the party wasn't even there I by the time we true. got there. And we, although we, in in their defense, I think we got there like as they were closing down. Oh, uh, we were there a little longer than just closing down. Yeah. But anyway. So, and it was like five bucks for a beer. I don't think I had a, a drink at that. No, point. no. And then, and then we went to, and we had a good time at the hot <laughs> pickle party. <laughs> yeah. We're talking, not hot as in sexy, but hot as in just boiling hot. If I remember right, Jen from Tucker Tales and I and Amy stood right underneath the vent in the ceiling. <laughs> and you were the only the ones that were nearly cool? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I just remember barely kind of wiping his brow. and Everybody was. You'd stay in for a little bit, walk uh, out, get catch. a little cooler, come back in. But, yeah. but other than that, it was a really great party. It was. To meet a lot of people. Um, you did? I actually got to meet Dawn and Drew. And I missed them. Yes. I didn't get to see them or meet them. I I met them for about a minute and a half. Okay, but <laughs> well, but as as goes with such things, yes. As, yes, so they were uh, they were looking for a cooler environment as I was... Uh, then they didn't find it at the pickle party. No. No, um, they may have gone over to the uh, the blueberry party, I'm not sure, but... Did make it over there? I can't tell you about that one. I did for a little bit. Got to meet uh, Clinton from Comedy Forecast. I met him. He had a very cool shirt on. Yes, yes. I like that shirt. And did you see? I saw. There was. I didn't see it up close and personal, but I did see the picture of it because Clinton had this white shirt and that he, he hand drew. He hand drew the logos of many different podcasts. It was an awesome looking shirt. Yes. And one of them was the Podsafe Comedy yes, Countdown. I know. You didn't let me get it out. You had to say it first. Okay. Yes. I thought that was awesome. Thumbs up to you. Okay. And then we kind of ended up at the end of the night just kind of hanging out. Oh, uh, we, I think. With the the big group in yeah. on the patio. I ended up going outside and finding Aaron and Shelly and a couple other people. Out by the poolside uh, there because it was much cooler just to sit around the table, drink our beer, kibitz. And chit chat. And chit chat, yep. We had a very good time there. So that brings us to what? Saturday? Saturday. Um, the one conference, and, and we didn't spend as many hours in the, the sessions as uh, we did on Friday, but. The mm-hmm. one, the one session that I liked that we both went to together was the guy from Raid, who is a radio consultant. He is a very cool speaker. He's yes. very dynamic, and I think he was much more realistic than a lot of the people I talked to concerning the sessions. Yes, and the, and what he is saying is that he was at the NAB conference that same week, mm-hmm. and the. About the same number of people, which actually surprised me, um, and that the attitude was very different. Podcasting was very positive, collegial, cooperative. And radio is the exact opposite. 
Right. Clickish, standoffish. Yeah. Well, as he said, they're running scared. Yep. This, um, they're being had, threatened. They're being threatened. And um, in some cases, they're, they're f- if they can't beat them, they're joining. Pretty much. So it's interesting to see the landscape changing. Well, even me, little lowly me, has noticed that some of the stuff that I listen to talk radio-wise is already more so a podcast version now that, you know, if you don't catch... The exact time they're on. You just go to the computer, type in their thing, and pull up their thing when you want on their the podcast version of their show. You know what? It's so much easier to do that. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, in today's world, it's all about your time management and when you can do it. And that is podcast, not radio. What he talked about is podcasts, from their perspective, is TiVo for radio. Mm-hmm. He did. He used that term. So... So that was the morning. In the afternoon, we um, were at the Truth Seekers Political Roundtable. That was a lot of fun, too. And what was interesting about that was we didn't really participate, but more observed, um, is that you had a group of podcasters, uh, Shelley, Charles from Mostly News, uh, Cadenhead. Yeah, um... Barely, barely, Danny, Danny, and Aaron from the Big Show, all got together and and talked about political stuff. First time I've been sitting around listening to people talk politics who didn't lose their cool. It was really a cool thing to sit and listen to people exchange ideas and not not tick each other off and not start in with the jibes and stuff. It was really nice to see that, yes, it can be done. You can talk about something in a calm manner without fighting. And passionately disagree and make your points in a, in a rational end. Mm-hmm. They get a big round of applause for me because they did an awesome job. And if you want to check that out, go to truthseekerspodcast.com. And I think you can get the, uh, the political roundtable. Mm-hmm. I don't know what episode off the top of my head. No, me neither. Um, then we went to the Couples Cast Forum presented by the LA Podcasters in the mm-hmm. Exhibition Hall. And that was. Matt uh, and Amy. Uh, Jen and Jason. From Tucker Tales. Uh, moderated by Shelly. No. Oh, no, wait a minute. Not Shelly. Scotty, Scotty J. Scotty J. And you forgot Dan and CJ from Dan the Dan and CJ were in there. And that Am was I it. Have somebody else? Just, th- I thought there were, no, only the three couples. Yep. They were a lot of fun to listen to, listen to too. And just seeing the, the interactions between them just tells you why they're great at what they do. Cool. And then... Then what? What, what did we do? Right, I got these out of order. Sorry. Um, mm. Well, there was the drunk cast that night that, you know, as much as I'll say about it is that you guys <laughs> got me talking about stuff that I don't normally talk about. And if you want to hear it, you can go listen to Aaron's show. The big show. <laughs> and uh, man, all I'm going to say is mannequin arms. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all you need to say. Okay. And... Uh-huh. Let's see. 
That gets us to Sunday after the drunk cast and the parties that Yes. Day. Oh, we, want, we don't want to talk about the Lipson party, or...? I left the Lipson party way before they had problems, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, that brings us to Sunday. In Sunday. Sunday, we weren't really going to go see anything session-wise, and I just decided, you know, there's... Charles said he was doing his session. I said, what was it about? And he said it was, you know, the stuff with education. And I'm like, you know, sounds interesting. I'll sit through it. I think that was the best session I sat through all weekend. Stuff that I can use in my everyday life with the kids in school. Stuff I can use in my job. Stuff that I can put into use with you and I. Like I said, it it covered everything I need to do and gave me ideas like none of the others did. That was very practical. Very, very practical. Charles and Vivian, um, two people that I had met separately that were on the panel, um, great individuals, have a great knowledge base, and more than willing to help find stuff if you give giving them a question and seeing what their response was. So, mm-hmm. stuff I am still putting to use even as we speak. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of hung out towards the end. Everybody said their goodbyes. It was really hard because we we, we had like... We stuck there for another <laughs> we had, we, eight, we took, nine, ten hours. Yeah. We took the red-eye flight back from uh, Ontario to um, Chicago. So we had all day in California to kill after everybody left. So... It's pretty much a lounge day. Yeah, I finished reading a book. I actually read a whole book. Yeah, you were very surprised. You sit down reading a whole book because you're always saying, how do you get to read a book? And I'm like, I just take the time and tell the kids to leave me alone. You can't do that. So for you to sit for four hours and sit and finish a book, you you were ecstatic about that. Yes. Sounded like it was a good book, too. I don't remember I was kind of disappointed, actually. but Which one was it? The New Patterson book. There's a couple. Which one? Uh, you've been warned. You've been warned. Yeah, the one we got you got at the library for me. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I, uh, the last one I knew he wrote was the quickie, and I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I, I started that one, but I didn't finish it. Okay. So no, I was kind of disappointed, but I'm not gonna tell you why, because you'll have to read it. Yeah, and you know I will. So, uh, if any of you have read, you've been warned, and would want to let. Give us a mini review. <laughs> you can call us <laughs> at 206 202 2008. So, oh. Oh? A couple weird things about Sunday and football. Never being in the Western time zones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pa- not used <laughs> we're, We are used to a Sunday. You know, you get your stuff done in the morning, and you sit down, you get ready for football around 11.30 noon. Right. And I, he's like, the game's on. I'm like, no, it's not. He, I'm like, he's like, yeah. And I turn on the TV, and the game was almost over. And yeah, the Packer game was <laughs> almost over. Very different to know that you need to watch your games at 8, 9 in the morning. So, and then we we sat in, uh, had dinner in the bar at... Uh, the Marriott Bar, who, by the way... Oh, the Marriott, can, oh. The Marriott <laughs> Bar has taken many, many hits. Suffice to say that their service sucks. Yeah, I don't think they were expecting anybody that weekend. 
But not only did they have us, but they had like uh, the USS Constitution reunion. In my mind, not an excuse. Not Sorry. An ex- Granted, that's the first time I've been to PME, but that's the third year that this convention has been there. You book another convention, your trade, your hotel is service. Right. To have service that was so below par as theirs was, as you will hear on multiple different podcasts yeah. about PME, there's no excuse for it. So anyway, Sunday Night Football started at 5 in the afternoon. I know, again, yeah. here in Wisconsin... Sunday night football, <laughs> 7, 8 o'clock at night, wind down your day, not with dinner. Yeah. So, anyway, we went and just kind of lounged and couldn't sleep, of course. Uh, then headed off to the airport around 9 o'clock. Yeah, waited. Futs with the computer while I waited. Yeah. The sad thing about the travel home was that our drive from Midway home was longer than our flight. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and I called, we called barely. It's like, how come it takes three hours to get from Ontario to Chicago in an airplane and four hours to get from Chicago to Wisconsin by car? Well, actually, Wisconsin, or midway to our house, which is less than 200 miles, <laughs> took us four hours. And that's chalked up to Chicago, the morning traffic, and construction. Mm-hmm. Hence, what is why it? I will Did never we? live in the Chicago area. Did they have, like, four major construction projects going on on the Tri-State at one time? Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the changes with the toll road and the I-Pass. And your, if you don't have an I-Pass, you pay double to get off and pay your toll and get back on. By the way, did I you am ever- so glad we live in Wisconsin. <laughs> by, the way, did I what? <laughs> by the way, did you ever get a... a <laughs> A she ticket? blew past the I-Pass toll on the way down. I haven't seen a ticket yet. I don't think I'm getting one. Do I really care? No. All right. So th- this is pretty much like a break time for us. We've yes. gotten all the PME stuff done. Yes. Uh, we'll take a break with a song from the Podsafe Music Network. It's from the Michael E. Thomas Band. And this is Stars That Fall.
was Stars That Fall from the Michael E. Thomas Band, and welcome back. Um, our next topics. Oh, Mama Bear. Hey, Mama Bear, <laughs> don't let your hunters grow up to get in your way. It's called Wuss Man. Well, okay, you go ahead. You called me at work and said we had to talk about this. So. Well, yeah, I found this going through the online newspaper around here in Wisconsin. And if memory serves, because you don't have it here in the show notes for lazy me. I guy was in a tree stand deer hunting. Baby bear crawls up to his tree for some unknown reason. Mama bear comes after and attacks said hunter. Help him fight back. He has a bow and arrow. I'm assuming he has a knife if he's hunting. And he gets his ass kicked, basically, because he doesn't fight back and is lucky he's alive. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you You're going to disagree bit. with me? Because I did read the article. Okay. Well, I read the article, too. And, um, you know, the guy's you know, lucky to be alive. I'm not saying that. But he did a couple of stupid mistakes. Okay. First of all, the, the the bears come to his tree stand, or his, the tree right below his tree stand. And what does he do? He goes to bears and says, shush, go away, go away, go away. Scared him. And what do bears do when they get scared? They climb trees. They climb trees. So they climb, and he climbs right above them, and now Mama Bear, Hunter is between Baby Bear and Mama Bear. So Mama Bear goes running up the tree, and... The guy tries to catch the the bear with the bow or the the arrow. He gets flu- He gets oh, thrown. See, I, I didn't get that out of that. Yeah, article. he gets thrown back, and the only thing that keeps him from falling thirteen feet down to the to the ground is he's wearing a safety strap. I must have missed completely the part about him trying because the article I read didn't say anything about him trying to fight back with his bow. Well, you may, well, I, to your point, you may have writ, uh, read a earlier version of the article. That is true. So, but yeah, the guy, um, first of all, lucky to be alive. Second of all, very stupid. <laughs> Not arguing there. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah. that, what's that bring us to? Voicemails? Voicemail. Oh, voicemail. <laughs> From barely. <gasps> Gee, how did I guess? I was going to say that. Yeah. Hold on just a second here. Hey, plastic guy, it's barely. And I was just calling to say it is Tuesday morning. Our fantasy football teams have taken the field of football battle. And you know what happened? I won. I won. I won. I beat your butt. I beat your sucks butt. So, yeah, see, that's why I'm not a rapper or anything. I'll catch you later, and, oh, yeah, I won! All right, Barely. So you won! Oh, well, I don't follow. Okay. Uh, Barely is... Although, can I say this? Sunday, everybody at the wedding I went to, all my family from the Chicago area, Bears going to win, Bears going to win. I'm like, no, Bears going to lose, Packers are going to win. Two different games. Guess what? I'm right. Bears lost to Minnesota. Yay! Barely is referring to the Extra Points Podcaster League. 
Yeah, I don't follow that league. No. I mean, I understand who's in it. Uh, yes. I don't follow it. Um, he, we uh, squared off in week two. And uh, unfortunately, the Kenosha Killers, my team, is currently one in five. Is that really good? No, that's not good. No. The Bailey Bears is currently in first place with a 6-0 and undefeated record. Hmm. And basically barely cleaned my clock in week I'm two. I'm thinking. Six and but, you know, I always have um, next week. And this coming week I play Ed from the Kansas City Weather Podcast, who we also met. We did. Yes. Ed's a sweetie. So... Good luck, Ed. He's also uh, has a losing record of two and four, so. But he has a saving grace. He grew up in Wisconsin. Yes. So we got to be nice. Yeah, and I think he's a Packer fan too. I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. All right. So well, that was our barely voicemail of the week or of the month, I should say. Um, so if you'd like to call. You can uh, leave a comment like barely at 206-202-2008 or <laughs> you can email your stuff to comments at philosophyguy.net or philosophyguyshow at gmail.com. And the website is www.philosophyguy.net. Okay. And I want to thank uh, Gary from the podcast Pickle for solving our problem with the top 100. We're still in the top 100. Um, Good job. But sliding. <laughs> well, we got to get our act together. That's we got to, yeah. That's, that's, that's our, our fault. fault. So, um, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter. I'm Tick, Don't Tickle Me. And I'm Philosophy Guy. And on Skype, the same two names apply. Philosophy Guy. And Don't Tickle Me. And... This is a surprise, even for. Don't tickle me. What? Um, if you go. I was surprised as you know that. <laughs> if you go to don'ttickleme.net. Uh oh. Don't worry, the bots are, are all over it. Um, you what will you find do? the fu- your don't tickle me blog that you set up a long time ago, but didn't never put anything on. What'd you do? Did you open it up and? Yeah, so you better put something on there, dear. Oh God, darn it. So, pressure un- me now, why don't you? I will. So, until next time, which will probably be in a month because that's the way things are, unfortunately, at this point. Yeah, I'm doing nights again. Yeah. yeah. Another two weeks of nights. Yay. Not. <laughs> this is the philosophy guy. <laughs> don't tickle me. Saying goodbye. Bye. Oh, and our outro music <laughs> is from Matthew. <laughs> Boy, we're just really going on all cylinders here. It's late. I've had wine. Leave me alone. Um, From a a man you have met and purchased an album from. This is from Matthew Ebel from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. And it is his new song, Lost My Way. So, Good song. Enjoy. Till next time. Bye. Doom 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 doom
Say that I've ever lost my 